Hey everybody, Nelson, alcoholic addict. It's not my real name, I use a pen name here at LOL Sober. Uh, what a weekend. Um, on Saturday night I walked onto a comedy stage for the first time since March of 2020, so it's been almost a year and a half. And I did one open mic beforehand, but <laughs> open mics just, eat. it's like, stretching out before playing in a basketball game. It's like, you can't really, just because you stretch good doesn't mean you're going to play well, you know? And so the open mic was a nice little warm up, but I just didn't know what to expect. So I've been doing stand up for about three years. I took a year off there in the middle because of the pandemic, but, um, you know, I did it originally because it was a, it was a, I felt a deep of loss about never having tried stand up. It was something that I really was determined to try at some point in my life. Drugs and alcohol got in the way of it. There was no, you know, I was drunk or high every night. You know, I wasn't going to be going and working on comedy stuff. You know, I was passed out on a couch. And so, so when I started doing it, it was really like making amends to myself. It was like going for something that I thought I had thrown away. And that's one of the biggest lessons in recovery is that there's lots of things. It doesn't matter when you get sober. There's lots of things that you just thought, well, I blew that. And it's like, did you really? Are you sure? Because sometimes the truth is... You might have a chance at, at reclaiming that or giving it a shot for the first time or whatever. Um, so so that's why I started doing it. And it's, it's a spiritual experience when I do comedy, you know. Um, I'll tell you the best shows I've ever done were sober conventions where lots of sober people were there. And I think there's two reasons why that is. One is just it's nice to have a lot of loving and familiar faces in the crowd. It just, just always helps. 90% um, of comedy for me is just feeling comfortable out there. I think I write a lot of really funny stuff and I think I memorize it. I do a good job of practicing. But it's just if you're if you're nervous, it, you know, 90% of of comedy when I'm out there is I have to be relaxed and I have to do facial expressions and shoulder shrugs and um doing it at the right pace. Um and so when I'm overly nervous, I just end up I basically read your wrote and it's just not funny. Um the other reason why sober crowds are so good is because um, you have to know the room. And sometimes it's really hard. You just have no idea who's going to show up at a regular comedy show, you know. I've had a few where I, I look out and there's 20 people who are 25 years old. And then there's 20 people on the other side of the room who are 55 years old. And it's like, think about the number of topics both of those people want to laugh about. You know, it's very small Venn diagram. So... But in recovery, I mean, I know, I know recovery people, you know, it's like we always say in the rooms, I don't know you, but I know you because there's a lot of shared experiences that we have in common. Doesn't matter how old you are. Um, so it's nice to have a good gauge uh, of a room when it's sober people. So, well, back to Saturday night, I was, I was pretty nervous. I practiced over and over again. Um, it's still not the same is showtime though it just isn't you know think about making that uh you know we, we always used to play basketball in our backyard on our hoop and it's like you count down three two one you take the last second shot and uh you know you make it a lot more in your driveway than in real games you know it's just it's just different you can't simulate it and so i walked in on saturday night i just didn't know didn't know for sure how well this was gonna go and um I've had days where I walk on stage and I feel really confident and I just lay a total dud. Just, And I don't know what, what, what went wrong. I don't know. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's the crowd. Sometimes it's, you know, if you have a bad comic before you and they, set, they, they you know, drag the room into a ditch, 
it's hard to bring it out of there. So, and I'll tell you this, there's nothing in life, nothing that I've ever experienced that's like bombing at stand-up comedy. It is just so sad <laughs> and humiliating. Um, and I've done a lot of humiliating things, you know, obviously, um, mostly in addiction time too. So it, it, to have 50 people just stare at you silently, oh my God, it's brutal. So I felt some pressure the other night. And so I got there around seven o'clock, uh, show started at eight. I thought I had about 20, 25 people coming and, um, you know, we had capacity of 50. So I thought, boy, it'd be nice to have the crowd as friends. And sure enough, as we got near eight o'clock, my friends started showing up and most of them were sober people, man. I can't tell you how much it means. It's just, you know, it meant a lot for me that night, but it also means a lot in the grand scheme of life because the last 12 years of my life, when I needed help, man, sober people show up. It, it hasn't mattered if it's a funeral or birthday party, moving, comedy shows. Um, I've had a few really tragic kind of things happen where sober people show up. It's just a, it's a beautiful thing. It makes me feel like I have a backstop at all times behind me. Um, that's going to catch me, you know, and that's boy, oh boy, what, what people pay millions and millions and millions of dollars for that, you know, and I pay a dollar <laughs> when the basket gets handed to me in the church basement. So, so as the clock wound down till eight o'clock, the room was full, 50, 60 people, and a big chunk of them were my friends. And I went third. Uh, luckily, the first two comics were terrific. The crowd was warmed up and ready. So was I. And so I walked on stage. I did about eight minutes. It was one of the best sets I think I've ever done. And it really helped to look out and see those loving faces in the crowd. Because just like any other situation in my life, I knew, you know, if I fail, these people still love me, man. They still do. And so I'll be okay. I will be okay. And I'll tell you what, I don't know what else you can ask for in life. So thank you for letting me share.